Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Long Lost Heroes podcast. Uh, this week, a little bit different, we are doing a small wrap-up of the Daniel Craig legacy of James Bond films. Uh, if you've been tuning in uh, regularly, you've been knowing that we've been uh, having discussions about the different James Bond movies as they've been coming out, r- ranking them, uh, and I've been doing that uh, not alone, of course, uh, but with, with my good buddy, Frank Marsilio in Brooklyn. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. How are you today? Oh, you know, I'm okay. I'm holding it in. Um, so <laughs> let me ask you, uh, we've just watched all uh, Daniel Craig films after watching all the Pierce Brosnan films. Yeah. Um, you know, what are your initial reactions? How do you feel after having watched all of them so far? Um, you know, the Daniel Craig movies are, are just really great. Um, I think all of them together, if you look at them as a bundle, like he's just done a, an excellent job as James Bond. And, um, you know, I said that we didn't get to see the new movie yet. Um, but you know, it's giving us the, the hype and build up to it, uh, that we otherwise wouldn't have gotten, um, for his final movie. Um, yeah, I mean, comparing him to, to Pierce Brosnan is really difficult. Um, but, uh, you know, I think the movies, if we talk about them individually, you can kind of figure out which ones are really great and which ones aren't. Um, but, I mean, what's your general thoughts on, on him as Bond? I think that something that the, with the exception really of Spectre, they were, all the Daniel Craig movies were trying to work really as just movies and not as Bond films. And I think that that was something that Daniel Craig and the whole generation of movies really added in that they do work beyond, you know, um, your conventions of what you imagine as Bond all the time and are kind of on their own, like pretty decent movies within and of themselves with the exception really of quantum of solace, but you know, they, they're, they're good. And I hope that, you know, for this last one that he kind of gets the send off that he deserves and that he feels is adequate. Um, I'm sure that this is Daniel Craig's final movie. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, it's been it's been a great ride. It was it's sad to think how quick it goes and how the and again, something I've, we've talked about a lot with the Daniel Craig movies is the physicality that Daniel Craig brings to this role and the fucking toll it takes on his body. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it, I think watching the four in succession is like, oh, it feels like not that much has happened but you know it's it, over the course of like i mean what 2006 to 2015 and the next one's gonna be uh five years later like that's a long time to play james bond and like you know he he really did something different um i think like this like this couldn't have happened without everything that happened before right we w- without the sean connery's and the roger moore's like portraying this character based on a book like you can't flip the script this much right um, I no. think, I think there, you know, maybe there are some people out there that find, um, uh, Daniel Craig's performance as like not their bond, but like over, I mean, if, if you watch Skyfall, you can't like think that that's a bad movie. It's, it's like so excellent. <laughs> no, it's really um, inarguable. And I think that, you know, uh, as you watch Daniel Craig kind of proceed, like, um, you see him kind of grow in a way that you don't really see Brosnan grow so much 
and like the fact that his character has so much to do in these movies is so different than the bond that we've ever seen and that casino royale is a character driven james bond movie about who the essence of james bond really is mm-hmm. uh yeah it's a it's pretty fun um you know i don't know if i i don't think you're right like it's it's really impossible to compare pierce brosnan to daniel craig but if we were going to i like that in the craig movies that uh, you see the the toll that being James Bond wears on Daniel Craig throughout each of the movies. And in Pierce Brosnan, he just seems like some, you know, older British guy who's just, you know, he's fighting and, you know, he may look a little older and die another day, but his, uh, you know, he, he didn't age the way that Daniel Craig did in these films. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, I think, um, you know, when we talked about the, the Pierce Brosnan movies, like they're, they mostly stand alone. Um, there's not really a story going on. And I think in this era, um, with, uh, you know, TV being so, so serialized and, uh, you know, even things like the, the MCU being a connected, uh, universe, like having the James Bond movies have continuity has been so important um and like you you really feel that he's gone through all this stuff and and it's not just like one day later or whatever it's like it feels like a lot of time has passed and he's gone through a lot and you know at the end of specter um he pretty much goes into retirement and um that's gonna be a big part of what this next movie's gonna be um you know i think it's kind of hard that um when you have four movies um and kind of like 50 percent of them being like so so good and 50 percent of them being like meh <laughs> i think that ends up happening it's right? very like generous ha- <laughs> is it generous i mean like it's i was just thinking this and i was wondering whether or not it was going to lead here or if we were going to have to get to it later but it kind of feels like even if when you go back and you look at you know, Tomorrow Never Dies after Goldeneye, like, that the movies have to kind of be reactionary to the previous one, right? Right. That, like, each Bond movie, like, kind of, it stands on its own until the next Bond movie comes out, and then they kind of can course correct or change or do whatever they want to do that they didn't do in the preceding feature. So, like, to me, like, the easiest answers are, like, you know, you watch a gold... uh, golden eye and then you watch tomorrow never dies like there's a lot more car chases and there's a lot more action in tomorrow never dies but you don't have the character driven plot story that you have in golden eye you know in these right. in the daniel craig films it feels like uh you know people saw casino royale and they're like it's way way too long we got to make it shorter okay but we're also making a movie during a writer's strike. Okay, but we still have to make James Bond because it's a big industry and we have to do it. Just go ahead and do it anyway. And we're trying to build up to this thing, but it's not really clear or blatant. And then Skyfall comes in and they're like, well, we're trying to build this thing. He's like, well, screw your thing. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, I have to go make my perfect James Bond movie that exists in your universe. And he comes out and he makes this beautiful epic movie. And then the next movie is like, but wait, 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 wait. We got to have to do classic Bond things that I want to do as a classic British person who wants to see these things in a Bond movie. I want to see Q. I, I want to see, uh, you know, Blofeld. I want to see the interconnectivity. I want to see gadgets. Like when you 
kind of see the way that they the James Bond movies kind of feel like one after one like the like at least with Daniel Craig that maybe they're not like a serialized thing but at least it's sequeling what happened before it's yeah. er, it's saying whatever happened before yes next right and I, you know i think um quantum of quantum of solace was a little bit before its time right like it yeah. it it uh it had this idea of being a true sequel but it like it just didn't really stick the landing and had it come out um you know a few years after say like some more of the mcu really did um, they might have been more successful, and like That's you said, what I'm with, saying, you know, like with if... the writers' strike <laughs> too, impacted it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think, you know, depending on what happens with this last movie, like to me, even if No Time to Die is a bomb, um, I think the legacy of Daniel Craig as James Bond is still a positive one. Um, oh, for sure. I, I think you know, Casino Royale and Skyfall alone, like elevate it so high that like even with <laughs> three movies that would be bad like i don't think it can really bring him down no i i agree and and i think that he's gonna go out on a very high note you know which is kind of interesting and i do feel a little bit bad for pierce brosnan because i think he's gonna fall into the i don't think he'll be as low re, you know ill-regarded as roger moore but i think he falls into like the timothy dalton of it all in that, like, if you're not a super Bond fan, I don't think you even know that Timothy Dalton was Bond. <laughs> like, you know That's what I mean? True. And, like, what's his contribution in these two movies? We have no idea. We've never even seen him. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, th I think I think Pierce Brosnan fares a little better than him. You know, um, I think the GoldenEye game alone, you know, with <laughs> with his face plastered on it, um, it gives him enough recognition that Touché. I think enough people remember who he was. Um, but you're not wrong in that, like in 10, 15 years from now, um, when we're on to our next bond, um, uh, you know, Pierce Brosnan will just be the guy that preceded Daniel Craig, who, you know, we all remember super fondly. Um, I guess in this moment, before we do anything else, I mean, we're going to like, we'll see no time to die. We know, like, what do you think for the next bond? Like, what do you kind of, what are you looking for and what are you not looking for in the next iteration of what 007 becomes? It's so hard. I mean, we've been, Megan and I have been talking about this a lot every time we watch them. Um, it's, I really like what Daniel Craig has done, um, but I think it could be, it could be good to take things a little bit in a lighter direction. Um, maybe not quite uh, to the Roger Moore level, but like just, so it's it's a little um, I don't know I, I do like continuity though and so it, to me if they're gonna have a new cast um, maybe they they focus in and like maybe they say okay we're gonna make a, a trilogy like maybe they do that uh, although that that usually backfires that's a great idea because like as long as they plan it out um, I think that would be great because right now with with um, what they've done with the Craig era it's like. They're just keep making them, and it's like, oh, it's going to all be connected. If they say, here's the story arc that we want to make with this one bond, go for it. I think that would be a lot of fun. I I love that idea. That, to me, like, you know, that's how my buddy, my good friend, my dude, uh, Christopher Nolan should do it. He should be like, I'm doing a Bond trilogy, and Ooh. I'm setting it in 19... 
79. Like, you know, like that's a great idea. You know, like go back and like do a period bond. Like that would be like, that would be so tight. Um, here's what, here's what I think. Cause I, I don't know what I want. Here's what I don't want. I don't want a non-associated bond. Right. So like, we talked a couple episodes ago that they were going to do a jinx movie. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want a money penny movie. I don't want somebody associated because I, I just think that I, uh, I, I, I think that the, here's a few things. So like, I don't want them to kind of do what they did to ghostbusters in that. We're going to just take something that was guys and we're going to make it girls for no reason. I want them to be like some sort of story element. And then I also want it to like be kind of good on its own. And like, there's a lot to be said about how like there's been a couple spy movies that have come out. There's been Sparrow. There was a couple of, uh, you know, there was a atomic blonde that are like kind of like quote unquote black widow movies, but aren't black widow movies. And Mm -hmm. they, they do middling. Okay. And then you had a big franchise come out like Charlie's angels and it still didn't do really great. You know, so I wouldn't want them to kind of like rebrand it as a chick just to do it as a chick. And I wouldn't want them to take a character that we like and kind of taint them or make them less fun or exciting in some way. The Jinx movie could have only worked if they were going to do it at that time and include Michelle Yeoh like they were planning to. It it can't really happen now, which isn't to say that I'm afraid of a female James Bond. I'm just saying it can't be money penny. <laughs> like no. I, and I don't think they will. I mean, I think the producers are steadfast in, in saying that James Bond needs to be a man. Um, that's just what the character is. Uh, and so I, I don't think they, they can do a spinoff without having a successful franchise. And I think at this point, like with Daniel Craig being done, I don't think any of the characters that, we are seeing right now are going to carry over. Like, I don't think we're going to get a um, Madeline Swan spinoff movie. Like that's not happening. Um, right. And whatever it would be, would be in a new continuity and it would need to feel earned at that point. Exactly. But then are you bringing back fines? Are you bringing back the nice lady who plays Eve Moneypenny? I don't think so. But are you bringing back Ben Wishaw? I like those guys. Um, but I, I agree. You probably wouldn't. Uh, so then I think like I would like I think kind of I think my favorite idea is to do like a period bond. I think the the closest that they could ever go was the Kingsman and the Kingsman is really good and it's not James Bond. Mm-hmm. Um but uh you know I I wouldn't want them try to re to re- repeat that or reiterate that in any kind of way and I wouldn't want them to like maybe do like a true to context Doctor No, you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, we talked about this too, though. Like, I, I I'm down for a period piece. I think, um, like they they tried to distance themselves from the Cold War, uh, you know, w- when they got to the Pierce Brosnan era, and then these movies they tried to make it feel modern. Um, so I feel like going back into that time period could work, but I don't think, I don't think it's worth remaking movies. I think. Or, 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 but I mean, if, if there are books that they didn't do from the original novels that are set in that era, I think that would be prime real estate for them, you know? Agreed. There's tons of, 
stuff that's untouched and that they have access to, I think. Mm. And is in there like a series of novels or novellas of like Young Bond? I wonder if they could that do I don't like know. That. that I don't know. Hmm. Like Young Indiana Jones. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I I don't want Young James Bond. That's gonna look too Austin Powers ish. Yeah, yeah, and I mean like pretty much every time like. I feel like Daniel Craig was young when he started, but it that went away pretty quickly. <laughs> oh, he cer- certainly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? I'm excited to see what they do. I hope that it can survive. Um, I could also see them not being able to reboot it and that maybe it has to go away for mm. not just a, a while, but an extended while. I mean, I, I, without looking at it on Wikipedia, I feel like the longest gap has got to be like five years, right? Yeah, or, it's or, five, or six six years. So I mean, maybe that's worth it. Um, I, I know that like there's been five years between Spectre and uh, No Time to Die, but that was because maybe, of the reaction of the movie, though. Right, and and you know, it, it may be worth it to put distance between uh, uh, Daniel Craig and the next guy, whoever that is. Uh, you know, yeah. as, as sad as it would be to for it to go away for that long, like time goes by quickly, and they should they should really think about what direction they're gonna take. You know, twenty five movies is a lot of movies. Like, there's only so many other things they can do. <laughs> yeah, they gotta if they're gonna do if I hope No Time to Die is fresh, but it, whatever they're gonna do after that is even fresher. Um, yep. So I think those are our wishes and wrap ups for the Daniel Craig legacy uh, for his turn. At the movies, obviously, we like Skyfall the best. Yeah, it's both of our it's, highest rated so far. I think it's Skyfall, Casino Royale, Spectre, Quantum of Solace, and so hopefully, your sure. time to die is somewhere in the middle there. Um, so yeah, the podcast you can check it out uh, at Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Apple. You can find us online www.longlostheroes.net. You can email us info at longlostheroes.net. Uh, you can find us on our social media at LLH Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm AJ. And I'm Frank. Take care, guys. Thank Tune you, Tune in next week. We're covering Dalton. Woo, we're going back. <laughs> oh, boy. I hope it's good. I hope it's good, too. <laughs> Bye. Bye.